All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. We are doing part two, a continuation from last week's episode where we dove into success, we dove into purpose, Mm -hmm. uh, and we're going to continue this into even just like, what does that actually mean, right? We've all been called according to his purpose, Mm -hmm. uh, and what that really looks like. I think a lot of it has to do with obedience um, and actually us sometimes sucking it up Mm -hmm. and doing some of the things that we might not always like to do, want to do, but we have been called to do it. Hmm. What you got on this, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's I mean, go. Let's I'll, I'll, break. Go ahead. No, you go. No, you hang up. Well, right. We started the other one out with Joshua 1 8. Yeah. And I just, I think it's so epic just how many times we're called to be strong and courageous. Yeah. Throughout multiple references throughout scripture but specifically in joshua yeah um leading up to that and even after the fact it's like be strong and courageous be strong and courageous and i just think that that's certainly not a coincidence of like the timing of what it takes to to be successful to be prosperous to actually walk this thing out to have obedience to meditate on the word of god to it 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 takes some cojones to yeah. make this actually happen in life. It takes intention. It does. Right? Yeah. Three of the main verses we talked about last week were Joshua 1, and we really read verses 5 through 9. Right. But verse 8 was the one we really focused in on. And then First Kings uh, chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. And that's the charge, even though it's a charge from David on his deathbed to his son Solomon. I mean, I, I feel like we could still take application from it. For sure. And then Psalm 1-1. One, one. One, Psalm 1, 1 through 3. And all the, the theme of them all is to um, know the Word of God, meditate on it, absorb it, um, know the Lord, to speak the Word of God. and To do it then. Be obedient. Yeah. Yeah, be obedient. And in James, it's like, don't be a, just a hearer of the Word, be a doer. Yeah. It, there's, it, there's nothing useful of being just a hearer of the word. And even if you think of uh, being salt and light, if you're going to be true salt in this world, then you're going to have flavor, right? Mm-hmm. What good is salt that has no no flavor, has no taste? It's worthless. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's, it deserves to be on the bottom of your foot, right. essentially, is what Scripture says. It's like, I don't want to be that type of Christian. Right. I, well, I want to be as flavorful it's possible. I could only do that by obeying the word of God. So back to so good. this Joshua 1, 8 and 9. And what it says is, what I like about this Joshua verse in the first Kings verse is that there's there's a command before the command. And mm-hmm. and I'll you'll know exactly what I mean here. It first says, be strong. This is verse 6 of Joshua 1. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give to them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Verse 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. 
And then verse 9, have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So it says it before and after. Be strong and courageous, strong and of good courage. But then if you look at the, the verse in 1 Kings 2, 2, it says, I go the way of the earth. Be strong, therefore, and prove yourself a man. So it's like the, the command that, or the charge before the command is to be strong. In order for you to be successful, if you will, at fulfilling that, that main command of meditating on the word, being obedient to it and enacting it out, is you have to strengthen yourself. You have to be strong. And I love that because, you know, having a, a young son, I, I look at scripture a little differently now. It's like as I'm sure. pouring into my, my three-year-old, teaching him and guiding him and counseling him and correcting him, it's like, okay, if I just told him to be strong, I'd be like, all right, well, what does that mean? I, how do I get strong? But be strong. It's great. I love that so much because, I mean, just as, you know, I, th I think I even just think of Josh Latimer and, and his family. They have this do hard things is like this family motto of yep. like, we just have to do hard things. And with once we become intentional with what we what we deciding to do, like if I'm going to meditate and this, this isn't even hard, like yeah. meditate on the word of the God. It's like, but life gets in the way and things happen, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to be very intentional with this, but we all know that disruption follows intention, yeah, right? And the moment that we put our, our minds to something, disruption is going to come in and, and try to take us away from it, try yeah. to take us. And, and a lot of people, I think weak people, not strong, not courageous ones will think, "Oh, I must not be in the will of God." Then, mm. if if I'm if it's like hard, all of a sudden there's like the disruption happens, and it's like, no, 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 that's actually probably more even confirmation that you're you're doing the right thing, you're you're pushing through. And so many people, I think, just give up or they quit right before mm. they're they're like they're, there's a curve coming in the road and it's like that's when we accelerate if you if you've learned how to drive correctly you accelerate through those curves right don't be hitting the brake on that thing because that's when you're going to fly off the edge of the road yeah. you got to accelerate and go through those curves when you become intentional with this thing right and, and i really believe how we actually do this is I wrote this down earlier. Repetitive use of a limited ability will always produce an increased capacity. Say it again. Repetitive use of a limited ability will always produce an increased capacity. Mm. Right? So it's like we got to do the little things, those small things that are hard. We have yeah. to be strong, be courageous, get up and do the work, put the effort in and your capacity will continue to increase, yeah. right? God's given you a calling on your life, but he will never put you in a position without first giving you the ability, the capacity to actually fulfill that calling on your life. Right. But it takes you. It yeah. takes that repetitive use of that limited ability that we all have. We are limited. We are 100% limited as humans. Our self-will, our, our fortitude, our cojones, mm -hmm. you know, we can, you know, jokingly take pride in that but at the end of the day we are so freaking weak and if the calling on your life if if you can clearly see like the path that you've got and you know how you're going to get there whether it's in business whether it's how you lead your family uh if if the vision is so small that you actually can see how to fulfill it 
it ain't big enough, yeah. right? That vision needs to be a God-sized vision where it's like, I don't have any idea how this is going to happen. I don't, I got no clue how this, it, that, that's the point. That's the position I believe God wants us to, to be in because we are called to walk this life out through faith, mm-hmm. right? Without faith, like the, the, our whole relationship with our Savior requires faith. Right, and it's not having faith in faith; it's having faith in the one who is faithful. Yeah, and if we can actually intentionally decide to do that and continually do these repetitive things to increase our capacity to fulfill the vision, the God-sized vision that He's given us, so we can follow through this calling that He has on our life, mm. that's what we're talking about. Like that's how we back to just having success. Like that's how we do this thing. Yeah, Amen. I love that, and. I'm tracking with you because I was just thinking that that's strong and courageous. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more we're talking about it, I feel like it's strength in your faith. It, you're strong in your faith uh, and you're strong in your trust for the Lord, your dependency for the Lord. And what's the opposite of that is weakness yeah. and, and really fear as well. And I, I think that's a big stumbling block. And we see the state of the Christian church right now. And, and speaking of being called right the the church literally means the called out assembly yeah so the the calling for all of us is to be called out of the world and to have this faith in god to to stand up for injustice to stand up for things that are ungodly against the word of god and we see a, a church right now that's compromising that's being tolerant uh that's uh, yeah. being silent even and yep. and by being silent are actually consenting yeah to, to some of the we can go on a topic on. here yeah <laughs> yeah so the the church right now is acting very weak and fearful mm-hmm. by just remaining silent on a lot of these issues and you know you could be a, a, a pastor that that's preaching politics from the pulpit all day every day or usually the exact opposite one that's like I'm a pastor I'm not talking politics you know I'm just gonna give them the gospel give them Jesus and right. just love right, on them right. And but I think we're at a time right now where you need to the point of church is to equip the saints, right? Yes. Um, so people come in and then we equip them to what then go back out. So you, what are you doing by not mentioning some of the, the the topics and conversations that are in their face daily, the things we're getting bombarded with, yeah. the things our children are getting bombarded with? If we're not equipping them as to how to stand up to those things, it's just and we could do it in a loving way, but we Absolutely. have to be we have to be firm in our own convictions. Right. We, we have to stand up for for true justice. We have to stand up for truth. We you know we just came off a podcast series about contending for the faith. Mm-hmm. That's part of the contending is by simply not remaining silent on some of these issues that are going on. We have to talk about it, and yes, we talk about it from the pulpit because we have to equip our our flocks to go out into the world when they're being bombarded with this bull crap and these lies and trying to, the world trying to indoctrinate our children. Yes. My gosh. I feel like let's do an episode just on that specifically. Yeah. Cause I want to go, I could go on a billion rabbit holes with that right now, but I want to, I want to keep back on this topic. Um, so Jace, don't let us forget to do that next. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the, oh man, we just got just a quick note. We just got back from Turning Point uh, Faith, an event out in San Diego, which is freaking epic. Just yeah. really gets us fired up about being able to 
stand for what's right, yeah. right? Stand up for injustice and equipping exactly what I think they're doing a great job is equipping yeah. these pastors to do that. So, um, so that's why I get, get excited about that. But, but I, coming back to, I, I'm just, I keep coming back to Joshua. Um, and it's mm-hmm. like the strong and courageous, strong and courageous. It's like, what, if you, if you continue to read throughout the book of Joshua, right? It's like, there's some pretty epic stuff that, that goes and takes place there. And it's like, obviously he knew he needed to be strong and courageous, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, we're, we're about to do some, some major things here. Be strong and courageous. Don't look to the right. Don't look to the left. Stick, mm-hmm. be, and if again, only, if only be strong and courageous, like he continually beats that into him. Yeah. So he can continue on this mission that, that he had been given, right? Mm-hmm. So I just think if we have that mentality as like, all right, I've gotten, I, I, I know I've given my life to Christ. I'm, I'm walking this thing out now. Um, I'm going to become intentional with, with whatever it is that, that it is that God has for you in your life, that intended mm-hmm. purpose of why you were created. And uh, again, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, go listen to that because we talk a little bit about that. Like, what is it that, what is it that even breaks your heart? Yeah. Right, and that's been my prayer for a couple of years now. God, to continually break my heart for what breaks yours, what gets you fired up, like that righteous kind of anger, right? Yeah. Like what, what is it that that gets you really fired up for mm-hmm. us? And uh, like a part, one of the ministries that we're funding here within the King's Council is like rescuing kiddos, mm-hmm. right? This the the child sex trafficking, the the just the evilness that's going on in the world. I cannot possibly just sit by nightly just knowing the horrific things that are taking place to yeah. those that are vulnerable right? right and just uh have i mean it's just such evil in the world and it's like no i'm not just gonna allow that to happen right right and it's not it's not about like i'm not i'm not i don't need to go get a ferrari i don't need to go get a jet i don't i, I need to fulfill this god-given calling yeah. on our life this purpose that he has laid on on my life i know on your life uh, Josh Latimer's life and those that are within this King's Council community. It's like, that is why we do what we do. Yeah. Right. And, and how we even ended, it's like l- last week's episode, it's, it's when we've, when we have that appreciation for it, God, thank you so much. It's like, now we've got this new fire, this excitement of like why we get to do these things. Mm-hmm. Right. Again, we know that we are not saved by any of that. We are saved by grace alone, but now we are saved to do those good works. That's our calling. Yeah. Like, what are those good works in your life that gets you fired up mm-hmm. that you have to continually meditate on the word of God, continually look back to be strong and courageous so that you can continually take action moving forward? Yeah, that's great. I'm getting motivated. I, I feel like the need to do something right now. Run through that wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, oh, man, just think about even, like, rescuing the the kids that have been caught up in this sex trafficking freaking epidemic that we have it's nasty it's gnarly and what's what's your part in it mm-hmm. you know it, how can you sit back and just pretend it doesn't exist it doesn't happen and but what's your part you don't have to be the one that's kicking indoors uh you could be the one we've talked about this yeah. before you could be the provision for those people who kick down the doors absolutely and you could be spending eight ten twelve hours a day uh doing what God has called you to and, and creating wealth. And if that's funding a whole mission that's going on as far as rescuing kids, mm-hmm. then remember that Philippians four seventeen verse 
then the the scorecard that God has in heaven, yeah. you're you're getting a tally next to your name just as that person is actually kicking down the door because you're providing the the financial provision for it. Yes. Yes, man. Listen yeah. to this. I this is one of my for those that don't know, when I I fly literally like every other day. Mm-hmm. So I've got I just take notes in my phone and I have just I don't even can't even pages and pages of notes. And this is something that I wrote a few weeks ago. It said the the church has embraced an escapism theology. When things get worse, we look forward to going to heaven instead of using the power of the gospel we've been given to bring transformation and change today. The spirit of God in you is greater than every power outside of you. The Lord didn't die and go through what he did so we can sit back on Sunday and attend church. He's looking to equip an army of mercy givers to infiltrate the system of this world with the kingdom of heaven and bring transformation from the inside. Hmm. Good, right? That that wasn't you. That was the Holy Spirit. That yeah, it had to been because I barely remember even typing this. <laughs> that's, that's... <laughs> but this is why if you don't journal, start journaling. Right, right. If you don't write this stuff down when you're in in that prayer, like that's yeah. meditating. That's that's a, a version of it, right? Yeah. So it's escapism, good. and we. So basically, just trying to get through this life to get to heaven, right? Yeah. Dude, and I literally just text Ash this to this morning it's like i just want to be so eternity focused but not so eternity focused that i'm not doing the work that needs to be done here now yeah. but like the conviction of why we do what we do is for the eternal focus yeah right yeah gives you permission to not take as much rest as you probably want to take here on this earth yeah to, to it's Stay at it. Definitely. But it, but rest is certainly needed, right? God's yeah, given us a blueprint yeah. for that. But also, do you need like Saturday and Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> and Friday and, and Friday, Thursday. Right, right. Let's get to work, right? <laughs> yeah. And and w- work on what's what's meaningful more so, right? right? Work on the things that actually are, are pr- pr- productive, mm-hmm. right? Activity is not productivity. Mm. And if you understand that even in your business, like you can – you can do, be active, you can be busy, but if you're not being productive, you're actually doing revenue creating activities, what are you doing? Yeah. Like get, stop placating and actually right. do the things, do the hard things that you know have to be done because what what happens if you don't, right? Like yeah. that, to, to, when I really took time to understand that, like what happens to my family if I don't do these things? Mm-hmm. What happens to even just from a dollar amount standpoint of in, in business, like uh, we have certain goals we want to hit to, to give right for some of these ministries. It's like, what happens if I don't do that? How many more children aren't getting rescued because yeah. I was too scared. Right. I wasn't, I was, I wasn't bold enough to actually make that last sales call or, or do the hard thing, stay up the extra hour to prepare the proposal that was needed to close the deal the next day because I figured I could do it next week. It's like, no, no, no. That's a whole nother week that you just probably took from somebody else's life, right? If you have that conviction, if you, and as entrepreneurs, like that's typically what we need to like motivate us, to inspire us even of like how to, how to take action now, Mm -hmm. how to take it quickly right? Because every single one of us at some point in time, you're probably going to be a millionaire if you live long enough, Mm. right? You will have made a million dollars in your life, but nobody wants to be a millionaire over the course of 60 years, right? That 
the advantage of being a millionaire in one year or two years or three years, it's, it's, it's time collapsing. It's, it's being able to do hard things quickly. Latimer coaches on this so well yeah. of like taking action now, doing the things now. Mm-hmm. So it just acting with a sense of urgency in everything that you do. Right. Right. Because th- we live this, this limited time on this earth. And the last thing I know we hit this on on last week's episode, but the last thing I want to do is is have any sort of regret of of what could have been, what should have, what could have I done, what didn't I do? Yeah, right. I want to be dead dog tired. Right? Yeah, when he calls me home. Yeah, like Paul. Yes, ran this race. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So good, man. So good. Hey, what's up, guys? I want to make sure that you are aware of our upcoming event, November 11th. Yes, this is Veterans Day, and we have a veteran, Mr. Graham Allen, joining us in person, Dallas, Texas, at Warplan Studios, Saturday, November 11th. This is our Kingdom Business Advancement. So if you're looking to level up in business, if you're looking to to network and get yourself around other kingdom mindsetted entrepreneurs that know that they were here for a purpose and want to put that into practice here to be the provision for the ultimate God-given visions on this earth, then you got to join us at this event. Join us, Josh Latimer, Graham Allen, myself, amongst other epic Christian entrepreneurs, Saturday, November 11th, Warplan Studios. Uh, you can check it out at kingscouncilevents.com. Again, kingscouncilevents.com. So we were talking about being strong and courageous and not being fearful. There, there's a verse in Revelation 21. I pulled it up here. Mm. It says, but the cowardly the unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. So basically saying cowards are going to hell. Yeah. Right. And coward in this sense would be somebody who's fearful, right? You're just walking in fear. And when you think about that, that, that even more so confirms the fact that um, faith and fear have correlation, right? Sure. If you lack of fear means lack of trust in God, because it, it, he's not talking about somebody who has faith in God, but just walks timidly and they're getting thrown in the lake of fire. Mm-hmm. It means that you're so fearful and you so lack dependency and trust and faith in God that you don't even have a relationship. You haven't experienced salvation. So those are the, the cowards. Yep. Um, in Proverbs 28.1, it says, The wicked flee when no one pursues them, but the righteous are bold as a lion. And I love that. So the, the wicked, who are the cowards, they flee. But they're just always scared. Nobody's mm-hmm. even pursuing them, and they're running, crying. Right. right. And then, but the righteous, who's the righteous? Believers. That were bold as lions. I love that. So it kind of come in full circle with this, the prerequisite in in the command to be successful is to be strong and courageous and to be strong ultimately means to be a man or woman of faith, to, to have that faith in, in the Lord. And that's really yeah. where else could, cause even, I mean, God just covers every base, which I love because mm-hmm. it's like, he's made strong in our weakness. Right. So even if we have a weak area about us at, we become strong in that area because we have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. 
it's actually the only way because this strong and courageous isn't about like bench pressing 400 pounds or right. anything like that, right? I think that's typically where my mind would be like, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Like we're going to bust, be like a Hawaiian punch guy busting through the wall, right? Yeah. Strong and courageous. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what this is. Like in our weakness, like he is strong. That's what this thing is about. It's it's that that faith that we have yeah. to walk this thing out. Yeah. So good, man. Gosh, I love this. Even <laughs> thinking even more on this, strong and courageous, strength in your mindset. You have to be strong in your perspective. Yeah. And again, we're talking about this heavenly perspective, this eternal perspective compared to this earthly perspective. But, I mean, think of the 12 spies that got sent out to right? check out the promised land. Yeah. Right? Two of them jokers had a wildly different perspective of the other 10 spies. Yep. And that would be Caleb and none other than None Joshua, yeah. what we're talking about here. Yeah. They saw the same exact thing. So I would say that those two dudes were strong and courageous, mm -hmm. and it was their their mindset. Again, it's not about how much you could bench press, uh, but their mindset was based on their faith. They believed mm -hmm. that that was their land. They, it didn't matter what they saw on that side when they scouted that area out. They're like, this is our land. They're like, oh, snap. They're, they're looking over the, the, the giants of the land and all the obstacles are like, Look at all that milk. milk Look at all that honey. honey. <laughs> oh, that's us. That's us, baby. Uh, and the other good. 10 are like, they come back like, no, there's no way. Can't do it. Right? Yeah, they literally said we were like grasshoppers in our own minds. Yeah. Right? Yep. And in, in our own, own sight. sight. Yes. Yep. Which is their mind. Right. right. So right. good. Think about David's perspective with Goliath when everybody's like, oh, he's too big. We can't mm -hmm. possibly defeat him. And David's like, I can't possibly miss them. So, right? <laughs> that perspective, <baby. laughs> right? So good, right? And even um, I, I always love the story. It's a, it's like a short passage, but I love this. Um, Saul's son Jonathan. It's First Samuel. I want to say around chapter fifteen, and he was like, he was just like high on God. He was high on like doped up on the Holy Spirit, <laughs> and he goes to his armor bearer. They literally had two weapons, their whole encampment. They had two weapons, and and the Philistines are, are closing in on them. And he says to his armor bearer, he's like, Psst, yo, let's go down there. Let, let's confront these jokers. We're, we're going to stand right there, and if they say if they say to us, wait there, we're going to come to you, then, then we're going to stay still. But if they say, you come to us. That means God delivered them into our hands, and we're gonna we're gonna get after it. And those two jokers went down, and two of them said they killed the first twenty, and then like God like caused a confusion amongst them, and they wound up defeating this whole Philistine army. It's yeah. just Jonathan and his armor bearer, right? And look at that perspective. That that's not an earthly perspective. That's not a human perspective. That's a spiritual perspective. That that's you literally believing that you plus God equals the majority. Yeah. So good, man. You plus God equals the majority. That, oh, Josh Latimer's in the building. For real? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh well I've we could we could wrap for hours on this, man, but I think this is I think this has been good. We've we've hit from last week's episode what success actually is. Uh having purpose, understanding what that is. Success is not what you have done and compared to what anybody else has done. Success is what you have done compared to what you know God has purposed you to do. That's what true success actually is. And then mm -hmm. once we understand that, we develop that purpose, that calling. We've all been called according to his purpose. Yep. 
right? Romans 8, 28. And, and once we have that dialed in, now it's like, grow a set of cojones and be strong and courageous. Not like muscle head, strong and courageous, but be willing to do those hard things. Be yeah. willing to have faith, right? Be faith, have faith, not in faith, but in the one who is faithful. When he's given you that vision, he will absolutely give you the capacity to fulfill that vision. But you have to take that action. Yeah. It has to be you. Amen. And if you're a pastor out there or a church leader, you feel like you're the only church around that's still standing up for truth and righteousness and the word of God, reach out to us. There's We were just around 300 pastors this past week that in different denominations, which was a beautiful thing, all different denominations, but all just want to stand up for the word of God, stand up for truth, righteousness, and really come shoulder to shoulder and say, no, we're drawing a line in the sand. We're not going to take this anymore. Yes. Yeah, reach out to us. There, there's a, It's not just you. It's not just us. Yes, yeah. there is a very epic, righteous group of, of pastors, hundreds, hundreds of pastors of churches throughout the country that are, are taking a stand, and yep. that, that, are, that will not comply mm-hmm. to these tyrannical lockdowns. I don't know if we can say that on podcasts like this. What do we get yeah, flagged? YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said, I love you guys. Um, stay tuned. Again, we met. We mentioned uh, November 11th. We've got an epic event that we're taking. That's taking place right here at Warplan Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, links in the show notes will be for that. How you can get registered for that. Uh, look forward to. Would love to meet you guys in person. Um, and what else? Yeah, be a part of the community. Join KingsCouncil.com. There we go. C O U N C I L. It's written right here on this beautiful neon. Oh yeah. Not on YouTube. Us. Check us out on YouTube. Yeah. Join King's Council as we sit on the council. Right. Jesus is the King. We sit mm-hmm. on the council here at the King's Council um, as we uh, continue to be the provision for the God-given visions that He has provided us on this earth. Love you guys. We'll Amen. see you on next week's episode. Peace.